Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for joining us here for a moment of study in God's prophetic word as we take a look at the book. I hold in my hands a five-hour series entitled Clear and Present Danger. My friend, we need to understand the times in which we're living. There's a fight against creationism. Satan's replacement theology is rampant in our world, and the preparations for ecclesiastical Babylon have been made. In addition to that, the global threat of Islam is reality today, and there is quite a mysterious silence in our churches on the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, these are some of the dangers. We're going to listen to the second in our study of a clear and present danger for today. So take a moment with us. Let's listen, and then I'll tell you how you can get your copy of this five-hour series entitled Clear and Present Danger. Persecution because of a replacement theology, a wrong theology. Presently, how is it? What's happening? Well, there presently would be those who are covenant theologians, not word of life. I'm not sure about your theology, but we'd be a dispensational theology here. And I, you know, I'm I'm not, the time is really slipping by, so I'm not going into all of that discussion. Let me just basically say covenant theology is the one, the type, the theology that basically started replacement theology. And they believe God has negated all those covenants to the Jews. I'm going to look at them in just a moment. He said he's done them all, got rid of all of them. You know what the result of that is? Out of covenant theology comes a eschatology, a millennialism. That's these guys that have traveled all over Europe. Maybe some of the missionaries from Europe. In South America, Dr. Hubbard and his dear wife could tell you, as they travel, amillennialism is the prevalent eschatology of the world. What is amillennialism? There is no literal millennial period of time. No kingdom on this earth. Oh, well, when Jesus taught the disciples to pray, thy kingdom be done on earth as it is in heaven, he was teaching them wrongly. When the Holy Spirit of God breathed into Daniel in the seventh chapter, you're going to have a kingdom forever. When the forerunner of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, John the Baptist, said, Behold, the kingdom of God is standing here beside us. What was he talking about? When Jesus offered the kingdom in the beginning of his ministry, was he mistaken? All millennialism says so. There's no literal kingdom on earth. That thousand-year millennial kingdom after the return of Jesus Christ is not in existence. And that wrong eschatology can lead us into a wrong lifestyle as well. Oh, then there are those that are involved because of replacement theology and kingdom now philosophy. We sing a song. I, I, I don't know if you sing it here or not. Have you ever sung that song, Majesty, written by Jack Hayford? Basically, a replacement theologian. Majesty. In the words of the songs, it says, we have kingdom authority. It's a lie from the pit of hell. We do not have kingdom authority. We are not in the kingdom now. You see, music can pervert our doctrine. 
You've got to be careful what you're seeing. And kingdom now philosophy are these who have accepted the fact we're in the kingdom. God's replaced the Jew. All those promises he gave are to us. Satan has been bound. You ever hear him talk about Satan being bound? That's another life in the pit of hell. And listen to me. If Satan was bound last night, he got loose this morning. I know, I had a little conversation or two with him already. Satan is not bound. He is not bound until that thousand-year millennial kingdom begins. That's when he's bound. And you don't have the authority to bind him. How is he bound? Jesus Christ dispatches an angel empowered by God to bind him. Put him in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. We have these guys who are involved in... See, replacement theology, what does it do to your everyday Christian existence? Flying over Miami, Florida. We're going to bind the demons of drugs. Hello? Have they been to Miami lately? Those demons got loose again. Drugs running rampant in Miami. And so replacement theology is causing all this. Well, let me take a few moments. Look, look quickly. Go with me quickly through the Bible. Genesis chapter 12. And let me show you the promises that God gave to the Jewish people. Thus, those promises have not been negated. He brings Abraham out of Ur of the Chaldees, chapter 12. And the Lord had said unto Abraham, Abram, get thee up out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee, verse 2 of chapter 12 of Genesis. And I will make thee a great nation. That's the Abrahamic covenant in chapter 15 and verse 18. He makes this statement. And in the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham. If you're going to have a nation, you have to have a piece of real estate. The Kurdish people over there in northern Iraq, they're also located in uh, western uh, Iran and eastern Turkey. They want to be a nation. They have a political apparatus in place. They have a people called the Kurdistanish people, but they don't have a piece of real estate. And so God says, I'm going to make you a nation. The Abrahamic covenant, which, by the way, was a blood covenant. He split the animals, and he was supposed to walk with Abraham between those divided animals, arm in arm, making a statement, if I break this covenant, then you can cut me asunder just like these animals. But he put Abraham to sleep, so it wasn't Abraham's responsibility. And Jesus Christ walked through those by the way, that was a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ right there. Walked through those animals and he gave him the Abrahamic covenant guaranteeing a nation with a little piece of land. A little piece of land? Well, a little piece of land that's ten times what God gave them today. It extended from the Nile River in the south of Egypt all the way up the Mediterranean coast, including all of Israel, all of Lebanon to the Euphrates River. Then it makes an eastward, southeastward turn, taking in all of Syria, takes in all of Jordan takes in three quarters of Iraq, takes in Kuwait, takes in three quarters of Saudi Arabia, turns around and comes back to Cairo, Egypt. But I just told you, ten times what he's given them today is half of Egypt, all of Israel, all of Lebanon, all of Syria, all of Jordan, three quarters of Iraq, all of Kuwait, and three quarters of Saudi Arabia. That's what God promised to give Abraham. When he said, I'm going to make you a nation, this land is all yours. That's the problem in the Middle East. All of those non-Jews understand what God's word says. Look over here in Deuteronomy. You're going to go out of the land, it says, in chapter 28 of Deuteronomy. Look at verse, uh, chapter 30. He said, I'm going to give you the land covenant. By the way, my King James, glory to God, Bible, 
says the Palestinian covenant. Don't you dare call that the Palestinian covenant. That is wrong. In fact, Palestine is not in God's vocabulary. The word Palestine was introduced for that piece of real estate by Hadrian, the Roman emperor in 132 AD in a derogatory uh, proclamation. Palestine is not the place, the place called that we call Israel. Jesus Christ, I mean, excuse me, God the Father in his word in Matthew chapter 2 calls it Israel. And that's the name of that piece of real estate. Don't use the word Palestine. And the word Palestine, it's not a Palestinian covenant. It's a land covenant. And he said, you're going to be dispersed to the four corners of the earth, but I'm going to bring you back in and I'm going to give you the land. And he describes the land again. 38 locations in the word of God describe the land that God has promised to give the Jewish people. And it's contained within the land covenant. And so it's right there. Go to 2 Samuel chapter 7. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, David becomes king of all 12 tribes of Israel. He had been king of Judah for seven years. He's made the king of all of the tribes of Israel. He selects Jerusalem to be his capital city. So he sets a political purpose for the city of Jerusalem. And then in chapter 6, he goes over to Kiryat Sharim and he gets the Ark of the Covenant. He brings it back in Jerusalem. Not only is it the political capital of the Jewish people, it then becomes the religious capital of the Jewish people. And then in chapter 7, when he wants to build the temple, God says, David, you can't build the temple. Your son will build the temple. And one of your sons throughout history will rule and reign from that temple. So God in the Abrahamic Covenant gives the Jews a nation. And then he gives them a land in the land covenant, Deuteronomy chapter 30. And in 2 Samuel chapter 7, he guarantees them a kingdom with a temple and a king to rule and reign. That's what God's given the Jewish people. That's why replacement theology is wrong. That is because replacement theology is in the face of God. Anybody involved in replacement theology is totally anti-God and anti-word. Thank you for spending the time studying the prophetic word of God with us. The series that we have been listening to, or at least a portion of it, is entitled Clear and Present Danger. I talk about the fight against creationism, Satan's replacement theology, preparations for ecclesiastical Babylon, the global threat of Islam, and the mysterious silence of the church about the second coming of Jesus Christ. If you would like to get your copy, you can call our toll-free number at 877-674-3298. Now that number is toll-free from across America. Let me give it to you again, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall, and you can order this series, Clear and Present Danger, online. By the way, as you study through this five-hour series on issues that we are dealing with today, you will come to the realization that the return of Jesus Christ could be very, very close at hand. Now, that's the second coming back to Jerusalem. But seven years before, that's the rapture of the church. And actually, that could happen at any moment. There's nothing left for me to say then, except let's keep looking up until...